Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, how's it going, everybody? This is Ryan. This is the Adulting with Asperger's podcast, um, episode one. Just testing it out right now, testing out this um, app, Anchor, that I'm using on my phone to start the podcast. Um, little backstory here I am 42, no, 43 years old. Um, been uh, recently decided to face head-on um, the reality of having Asperger's or Autism Spectrum Disorder um, and ADHD. Things I've had my whole life, but, uh, you know, hadn't really acknowledged or, or, or I'd suspected for, I'd say over a decade now that um, I was on the autism spectrum, but uh, just never... I don't know, I always thought I somehow could just deal with it myself or overcome the obstacles myself or that I was smart enough to be able to figure it out and and, and um, all of that. But uh, recent events have, have led me to make the decision that um, I can't do it on my own. I need help. I need to find out how to proceed, get a diagnosis, speak to professionals, talk to other people experiencing this learn as much as I can, um, educate myself and be able to educate my family members and close friends and co-workers um, so that I can, you know, be um, better functioning in my life and, and avoid some of the same obstacles and, and um, setbacks that I seem to continue to uh, continue to have throughout my life. So... You know, as I mentioned, this is something that um, I've had for the longest. I've my entire life dealt with anxiety, stress, depression, 
um, bipolar, attention deficit, uh, it, problems with communication, with relationships, with with work, you know, bouncing from job to job, sometimes finding jobs that are a good fit and staying in them for a few years, and other times just bouncing from job to job to job every few months and having a difficult time with that, relationships, a difficult time maintaining friendships, um, financial struggles, uh, and even going back a while, uh, dependence on substance. I mean, I was a, a cigarette smoker for years. I was, I was um, probably what I thought I was just an alcoholic, uh, for, for many years. I was, I, I drank daily, drank a lot. Um, nowadays I barely drink anything. I have, you know, a beer once in a while. That's about it. But, uh, for a decade or more, I was, I, I drank heavily all the time and, and realizing that that was a, um, a way of coping with the anxiety and the stress and everything else from, from the, um, autism. So, here I am, early 40s, facing this stuff head on, came to the realization that, you know, I've got a partner and, and we have a three-year-old and facing the reality of the possibility of, of losing them because of just all the issues we were having with, because of that it were arising out of this ASD. So, you know, um, difficulties with, you know, relationships and life and just functioning. Um, executive functioning stuff, just all of that. So, um, got to a point where, you know, I was on the verge of perhaps losing my family and that, uh, forced me or, or woke me up to the reality that it was time to face this head on. So I started researching and I recently read a great book, um, Asperger's Diagnosis in, in Late Life by Philip Wiley, and that book has, has opened up a whole bunch of windows and, and doors in my thinking. Um, I've, I've contacted my doctor, and we're, I'm now on a waiting list to see a psychologist and a psychiatrist. I don't know where all this is going to go, but I decided that I wanted to document this journey and talk to different people along the way and record the process. So here I am, and that's what I'm doing. So this is just the beginning. Um, so this is just a little short, short bit of audio just to make this introduction, to say hello, to let you all know what it is that I plan to do with this podcast. And the idea for me is, um, I, I guess, twofold. One is to is that I noticed I, there weren't, didn't seem to be a lot of resources readily available for adults going through this. I mean, here I am, you know, 40 and going, okay, I've got Asperger's, what do I do? And seems to me the conversation about autism that I've always seen is always focused on children, which is important, obviously, because kids need our help. But I, 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 it looks to me like there are probably a whole bunch of adults who either are self-diagnosed or undiagnosed or yet to be diagnosed, who are going to be going through the same process. And I thought, well, here, I, here maybe I can document this experience and, and help some people out along the way in a similar fashion to what this book I just read by Philip Wiley did for me. I mean, he was somebody who at, um, 
age, I, I believe he was 52 or 53 when he was diagnosed with Asperger's. And in his book, he talks about you know, so much that, that uh, went along with that. And and it was a great read for me and a great resource. So, you know, I'm hoping at some point I'll get to talk to him on the podcast. Um, but anyway, the, the concept is twofold. One is to just document my experience, you know, the difficulties or... or um, positive things that happen in seeking the diagnosis, meeting with these doctors, meeting with other people who are dealing with autism, um, <clears throat> other people who have, and just share my journey, even even with my family, my friends, my co-workers, like just what, how this all pieces together. Um, and then the second part of that, the second part of what I want to do this for is um, just to talk to different people on the podcast and... Um, share strategies or, or, or coping mechanisms or, or ideas or concepts that, that we can use. I mean, a lot of us have difficulty with so many things in life. I, I've had a lot of financial difficulty. I've had, I mean, if I wrote down a list of all the different jobs I've done and places I've lived, it, it, and it, it would blow your mind. I mean, I've probably lived at 50 different addresses or more and probably had just as many jobs or more. Um, and everything from hosting a TV show to being a dishwasher to, uh, you know, uh, selling drugs to being a bartender to working for record companies to working in an office to driving a, a lumber truck. I mean, just so many different things that you kind of you look at and you just go, what a strange life. Um, and it's, it's, um, one of these things where somebody could just look at me and go, well, he's just a flake or he's just an idiot or he's a moron. But the reality is that that's not the case. There are certain, um, reasons for, for this stuff. And, and I want to get into that and learn about it and figure out why. Um, and then also with relationships, I mean, um, just, you know, having, some difficulties throughout the years with maintaining friendships or just even just things like having the anxiety and and struggling to make plans like you have friends and they go hey you want to go on Friday night we're going to go do this and I want to go so I'll make the plan and I'll say yes and then the day comes and maybe I'm having a panic attack or anxiety or or depression or something and I can't go and then I flake and then you get the reputation of being a flake or someone who doesn't keep plans or is always late or these other things and and it's really hard to at least it was in the past for me really hard to just honestly acknowledge to those friends or even to myself what was really going on and often I would use the excuse of oh I've got a headache I got a migraine or oh I got a stomach bug or I feel sick or you know some kind of reason but often saying that I'm sick was just a, a way of saying that I'm having a, an anxiety issue or a depression or something like that, but without actually being able to say it because, you know, it's not easy to say. Um, but so all these things. And then I also want to talk about parenthood. You know, uh, I've got a three-year-old, as I mentioned, and what's it like to be an autistic dad? You know, what is it like to have a a wife and child or a husband and child or children and have to be a parent so I want to you know talk to people about these things and and all of this so here we go adulting with Asperger's this is uh, my name's Ryan hello 
welcome. Um, if you have any ideas or, or if there's anything, any topics you would like to hear covered in this podcast, please uh, feel free to send me a message or leave a comment or get in touch however you can. Um, I've got a Facebook and an Instagram page set up, both uh, at Adulting with Asperger's. Um, so yeah, leave a comment, share, and if if, if uh, any of you out there have a story you'd like to share and are interested in talking to me for the podcast and, and, and allowing me to you know interview you and, and feature it, then that would be fantastic as well. Uh, any resources you'd like to share, whether it's books, websites, documentaries, blogs, other podcasts, um, magazines, whatever, you name it, please do share. Um, this is all new to me. I just keep going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole, trying to make sense of it all. There's the medical side, there's the political side, there's the social side, all these different aspects, um, trying to make sense of it all. And like I said, it's all new. So I'm trying to figure it all out and any help is appreciated. But yeah, so this will be, this This is the beginning. This is just the beginning. Um, I'm a big podcast fan. I love the format and I, I'm hoping this is something that can grow and can be shared with many and that, uh, you know, I can be, find a community that uh, we can, that I can be a part of in which we can all help each other. So that's my goal. That's my wish. Um, this is all pretty new. I'm, I'm, when I decided, you know, in the last couple of months, I, I really decided, like I said, to just turn around and, and face into this thing and just really acknowledge it and just go, okay, yes, and embrace embrace it. I have Asperger's and I need to acknowledge this and, and really seek help. And when I decided to do that, there's this combination of feelings. There's there's a bit of relief in, in finally facing it. And there's also um, a bit of fear and like, well, what does this mean now? What, you know, and there's also, I think there's hope about finding strategies or treatments or ways to help make my life easier or make the life of people around me easier, um, you know, learning how to deal with things in a better way, whether it's through meditation or, or physical activity or even diet um, or even medication, who knows? So there's a bit of hope in those areas, but there's also a little bit of fear of, you know, what are the things that I just simply won't be able to change that will just always remain difficult. So that's that part of the path. You know, when I look forward, I see I see parts of the path that, that have light on them, which is the parts that are hopeful. And I see parts that, that may um, just be ongoing darkness, which are the parts of just learning, you know, what maybe I'll never be able to change certain things. I know what I won't. And that, that can be a little scary, but I guess the best thing we can all do in this situation is just learn how to cope with those things we can't change. And hopefully... Um, be able to better educate and prepare our families for those things so that my partner and my child can, can um, you know, understand that there are just certain things I just might not ever really be able to do in the same way that they do. And, you know, things like having emotional breakdowns and things like that, like, 
Maybe that's just going to be part of my life. Maybe it's like being an epileptic where you're just, you're every once in a while, you're going to have a seizure. You might be able to, through diet and medication and other things, uh, you know, have an effect on the frequency of those seizures, but maybe every once in a while it's just going to happen. Um, and so maybe it's like that. So I don't know, but here I am in the very beginning. And, and like I said, anyone out there who has any insight or has any experiences, please share. It's all new to me. So if I say things or, or that are wrong, you know, just let me know. Just say, hey, you said this and this. And, and you know, it, it might actually be this other way. And, you know, I, I just want to learn. Um, nothing I say is is to be said as if I know what I'm talking about because right now I don't. It's all new to me. Um, I've also in the last several weeks um, done research into some different organizations and, and community groups and things like that, autism groups. So I'll be going to some of these meetings and just talking to other people, um, other adults living with autism and learning from them. Um, yeah, it's, it's strange too, like the, the idea of, of coming out in a sense to, to friends, family, co-workers and, and just um, people in general. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday about this and about how there's a bit of a difficulty because this thing can be sort of invisible to some people, um, especially with those of us that are, you know, relatively high functioning and we've spent our whole lives hiding the symptoms, masking the systems, doing our best to pretend to be quote unquote normal to the point where even our close friends and family might say what you don't have autism like because we we've we've hidden it even from ourselves for so long just learning and, I, and I'm sort of right now in this process of unpacking some of these things that I've that I've that I've um you know done throughout my life uh different strategies or, or little mechanisms or little tricks that I've that I've either picked up or developed throughout my life consciously and unconsciously you know certain things I'm just kind of noticing myself doing now and going oh I, I do that to you know um and kind of going oh that's interesting and you know one thing I was just talking to my partner the other day about is like sometimes when people ask me a question my brain processes a little slower so sometimes I will act like I didn't hear them and ask them to repeat the question but all I'm really doing is buying myself an extra few seconds to process so before they finish the sentence the second time, I, I, I've now gotten to knowing what they said and, and preparing an answer. But I just, it, it's like this weird unconscious thing that I've started, that I started doing probably in childhood, just to buy myself time to process instead of having an awkward silence, because awkward silences are just that, awkward. So, you know, little things like that, little tricks, um, the other thing we talked about yesterday was the difficulty with with this like I said because it's invisible and I was talking to someone yesterday who was a little bit older than me but but was diagnosed at age 43 and she was telling me about how her family a lot of her family just either they don't believe her or they think she's just making excuses for why she you know can't do this or didn't get that done or something else and and that can be difficult too, because then we've got this, um, you know, embarrassment and shame. And, and I felt that my whole life. Like some days, uh, you know, I'll, I'll 
have the best of intentions in the morning. Like, I'm going to get this, this, and this done today. And and then the whole day just disappears. And I don't really know what happened because my brain just went into, you know, 27 different directions all day long. Or I just got into one thing really intensely. And then all of a sudden the day's gone and I didn't get the things done that I was supposed to get done. And then I feel like I'm letting other people down. Like, I didn't get the laundry in or I didn't clean the floor. But I did something else that maybe wasn't even that important but it felt important at the time um and you can feel like you're making an excuse uh but it's not necessarily it's not that you're being lazy or that you don't care or that you're not wanting to do your part for the household or the family it's just like something else is going on and trying to understand what that other thing is that's going on um you know and another another thing I really learned from that book I read that was fantastic is because I was looking at all these issues like okay I've got I've got high levels of stress I've got anxiety I have depression I have bipolar episodes I have um seasonal affective disorder ADHD um some symptoms that look like PTSD from certain things that happened in my past you know so you add all these things it's what six seven eight different things and it was a little scary to want to face those because I just felt like god like maybe I'm just a crazy person with all this stuff but then in reading this book I I learned that all these other symptoms can be can come out of the autism or, or, or it can be, you know, byproducts of it, like the, the anxiety and, and the depression. And some of that just comes from trying to live in this world as an autistic person and not fitting in. And the amount of energy it takes us to try every day to, to function normally and, and look and act normal and socialize in a normal way and, and, and having these awkward conversations and just never really understanding you know, that theory of mind piece, never really understanding what other people are thinking and feeling and their intentions and how that can be just add this anxiety. So I'm noticing certain things like that now. And now that I've got a way to understand it, it's helping, but, uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's helpful, I guess, realizing that all those other things, um, like I said, the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the the everything else and then you know I, I drank for years and years as a way to just be able to talk to people as, as silly as that sounds but it just is the truth um, so anyway here I am uh, I'm not going to make this one too long it's already just hit, you know 20 minutes now so I guess I'll cut it cut it off here I'll get this one up and then we'll go from here but um my goal is to is to get you know get get this audio up at least once a week and just get it started and you know just let it happen organically i'm I'm not uh i'm doing this in my spare time i don't have a huge budget i you know it's it just is what it is but i you know that's my favorite way to start things i guess is just organically let them grow and see what happens um i think there's a lot there's a lot here that we can get into and that I, I'm curious to get into. Um, it's like opening up a whole bunch of doors to brand new worlds. And, and um, you know, and the fact is all this 
everyone is pointing to the statistics and saying that autism, the frequency of autism in the population is increasing. So there's a lot there to try to understand too. Um, what are the causes? Genetic, environmental, combination. Are, are, is the frequency actually increasing or are we just increasing our, our, our rate of diagnosing or you know, what is actually going on? And then you know, with more and more people being diagnosed, we've got this whole population that's gonna grow up or that is growing up or that has grown up. Um, and, and we're all going to be looking for answers and looking to find ways to function and cope and deal with the world. And with our numbers increasing, the world is going to have to find ways to deal with this increasing number of people with autism. It's, it's going to change our society. It, um, and we're just kind of, I think, at the start of that, and that's that's... That's going to be a really interesting conversation to see happen over the next, you know, years and decades. Um, so, you know, I just want to be having that conversation with all of you as well. So there it is. Here we go. Adulting with Asperger's. This is episode one. And like I said, please leave a comment. Um, feel free to message me if you have any ideas or if you'd like to me to speak to you on the show. I'd love to talk to different people. Or if you have any ideas for topics that you would like us to cover, like me to cover, um, that would be great too. And like I said, it's going to be a mix of my own personal journey and also um, talking to other people about their experiences. Um, and there we go. So once again, thanks for listening. And... Um, here we go. We will uh, talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Last, one more time. It's uh, Instagram at Adulting with Asperger's. And same thing on Facebook page is Adulting with Asperger's. Okay. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to try to figure out a th- some theme music here, too. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Maybe next week I'll have some music. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.